coconut, we have these like hard, like husky kind of out rough outer layers, which to me is like all the stress, all the trauma, all the dysregulation that we experience on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. But like, if we can peel back those layers on the inside of that coconut is just like juicy, refreshing, like, you know, that's the elite part of us. That's that like part that we are just so longing to reconnect to. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Hey, did you know that there's a Facebook group filled with Moms Without Capes? Women who are learning that it's safe to take off the superwoman cape and take care of themselves? There sure is, and we'd love to have you in the group. Moms Without Capes is a free community for moms who feel overwhelmed, stressed out, and exhausted from trying to do it all. Come discover who you are under that cape and give yourself permission to show yourself some love. Search Moms Without Capes when you're in Facebook or follow the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. See you there. We have here today on the Moms Without Capes podcast, a special guest, Sarah Snyder. Welcome to the show, Sarah. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. So Sarah is a licensed therapist and registered yoga teacher turned elite embodiment coach in Hawaii. So aloha. Aloha. (laughs) She teaches ambitious professional women, many of whom are mentally exhausted working super mamas, how to optimize their brain and body for elite embodiment, health, and balance. Her embodied Paradise Method integrates neuroscience, psychology, and yoga to transform hot mess mamas into cool, calm, conscious CEOs through neurohacks for emotional regulation so they can create their own personal paradise and embody the elite within without spending years in therapy. In today's episode, Sarah will be sharing with us all about her embodied paradise method and how we can create our own personal paradise. So before we dive into that, I'm so excited to have you here. Let's hear a little bit more about your story and how you got to be where you are today. Sounds great. Um, Well, so I am originally from the East Coast. Um, I moved out to Hawaii when I was 23, maybe right after college, 22. Um, and I was following a dream and, and my heart to work at a, at a environmental education camp. Um, I've always been a camp counselor. I've always had a love of like helping kids and helping people. Um, and I moved out there and fell in love with Hawaii and just never left. I went to graduate school out there. I got my MSW. And then pretty much right after that, I started working um, as a high school counselor um, in a in a pretty well-known private school here on the island um, of Oahu and loved my job. I got to do all the things that I am passionate about. Um And let's see, throughout those 12 years, I eventually met my husband, I um, got pregnant. And as I became a mama, I decided that I I wanted to take a leave of absence from my school, which gave me this opportunity to start my private practice as a therapist. And so I um, started that in 2019. um, And just 
you know, found myself getting all these referrals, um, specializing with teen girls specifically, um, and young adult women just like really gravitated to me. And I love what I do within my, my therapy practice. It's been amazing. Um, and as you know, uh, if we're in, you know, in a bit of a mental health crisis, I think there's sort of a, a shortage of therapists and, um, access to care. And I want it there to be a way for more women to be able to access mental health education and to learn more about how to, um, support their own health and wellness. And that sort of inspired me during the pandemic, um, to create a coaching business and, uh, it started fairly small. I just created my women's wellness circle Facebook group really as a way to, to kind of hold space for women as a way to have a virtual community um, online. And, you know, we've been growing, it's been building. And and over the last two years or so, um, my, my coaching business has really taken off and I've been able to start working more one-on-one with women and actually starting my group coaching practice in emotional regulation, um, for busy, burned out mamas. So it's a lot of fun. Um, I love what I do and I'm just incredibly passionate as a mom about helping other moms, um, as you are too, Ani. So. Yeah. I know that we had a lot in common with that, like <laughs> supporting, supporting moms. Yes, all about yes. It. <laughs> yes exactly. So, Cause we know, right. Like, I mean, yes. have that educational background plus the experience yeah. of being a mom that yes. we can that we can contribute, we can add, you know, it kind of gives us a, head, a leg up knowing that totally you know, we know what we're talking about, even though we struggle as well, right? Yeah. But I think it's safe to say, but yet we've learned some tools and strategies to be able to help with that. There's times. Yeah. And the thing I actually forgot to add, if it's okay to, to add this one last thing, which is a huge piece actually of my practice is, you know, I, I have, um, like you, so as a licensed therapist, like I have all those tools, right. Which can translate to education and, and supporting moms. But the other piece, the thing that, um, I did for myself initially was, was get my yoga teacher training in 2012. Mm-hmm. And that has been huge for my own, like personal, spiritual, you know, emotional health and growth. Um, but what I have realized in starting my private practice is actually the piece that I think a lot of therapists maybe aren't necessarily like, we're not taught this as a, as a trained therapist is the piece around um, like physiological, like health, like nervous system regulation Mm -hmm. and optimization. And so I've been learning that through my, you know, my somatic training as a yoga teacher and my practice like incorporates both. So I really love being able to, integrate like the neuroscience with psychology and yoga as a way to support moms Sure, really like yeah holistic health yeah the holistic health integrating yeah we know that there is power in building strong habits in your life but sometimes making them stick can be the tricky part habits are at the core of creating a life where you feel fulfilled and able to be your best self learn how to transform your health your life and yourself by downloading my free guide, Building Strong Habits. The link to grab your guide is in the show notes of today's episode. We want to hear more. Let's move on to the Embodied Paradise Method. Tell us a little bit more about that and give us a bird's eye view about what that is all about. Absolutely. So, um, you know, I was talking about how my passion is really integrating these two worlds of psychological and physiological health to sort of bridge that gap. Um, 
And what I found, you know, I live in paradise. My world is, is in Hawaii. Um, so it's paradise 24 seven, but what I have learned and realized through my own journey, um, is really that paradise is not, it, well, it is a vacation that you save for, right? Like you can absolutely, you know, save up to, to come to Hawaii, but the truth is, um, paradise is an embodied experience that we carry within us and um, we all have access to it. Um, it's just a matter really of learning how to turn our awareness inward as opposed to outward. And most of the women that I work with, most of the moms that I, that I see are they're, you know, over exhausted, over committed, um, overworked, over they're over givers. They're over it. Right. I mean, we, because we, because our society conditions us as women yeah. to do more, to always right. be doing more. Right. And so my embodied paradise method is actually about doing less to achieve more, meaning that, um, and there's three parts, there's three pieces to the embodied paradise method. Right. So the first piece really, I mean, the simplest breakdown of it is really we are learning how to regulate body, mind, and spirit. Um, but the, the sort of more, uh, the explanation that I love to give is really the first piece is we have to learn how to create safety in the body first through, um, creating our own personal paradise, which is nervous system optimization, right? It's learning how to actually regulate our nervous system through, um, soothing somatic practices. And there's like a whole host of those that I teach. These are the neuro hacks that I, I call them neuro hacks because really we're, we're getting at sort of hacking our own nervous system so we can get out of that fight or flight mode and access that parasympathetic rest and digest mode. Um, so it's learning how to manage our stress through creating that safety in the body first. And once the body is calm, then we can actually learn how to regulate the mind and the mental processes. And that's where like learning how to consciously reframe our overthinking anxiety and, you know, all the like cognitive distortions that, that we as humans, as, as well as we, as, as women, I think struggle with. Um, so I see a lot of women that deal with, you know, perfectionism, people pleasing codependency, like they all kind of go hand in hand. Right. So a lot of what I do is helping women to learn how to set healthier boundaries, learn how to like reframe some of those unhealthy um, thought processes. But again, it's like hard to access that if we are in a state of, of sympathetic nervous system, like hyper arousal, right? right? In the stress response, right. essentially. So, so it's learning how to regulate the, the body, learning how to regulate the mind, and then um, learning how to connect to who we are really on a soul level. And that's where elite embodiment comes in. So I, I sort of came up with that term of elite embodiment, because embodiment is all about coming home to who we are. It's about coming home to ourselves, to our body, to our mind, to our soul, right? And what I am just so passionate about is, is helping women to reconnect, especially moms, right? I think we, as mamas tend to like lose our identity a little bit. We, we feel like we're just moms and there is a period of time. And right. I just went through it myself where literally it's almost like not even our body. It feels like <laughs> it's our baby's body, you know, it's like right. we're here to serve them. And so it's, it's learning how to like reconnect to who we are on a, on a soul level, a spiritual level so that we can step in, step back into our power and embody that elite version of ourselves. And I almost like, I like the metaphor of a coconut <laughs> using a coconut as, a, as an example of like the perfect one of, for the paradise, <laughs> right? Like a coconut, we have these like hard, like husky kind of 
out rough outer layers, which to me is like all the stress, all the trauma, all the dysregulation that we experience on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. But like, if we can peel back those layers on the inside of that coconut is just like juicy, refreshing, like, you know, that's the elite part of us. That's that like part that we are just so longing to reconnect to. Um, and that's really what my embody paradise method is all about is helping mamas to like get back to who they are at their inner core, um, through sort of my, my methodology and through my processes. Yeah. yeah that sounds amazing. Cause I know like my program, it, it focuses mainly on like that middle layer, right? Like, yeah. although we do talk a lot about stress and like, create, like, yeah, bring in some strategies and techniques on how to minimize that stress because you're right. You can't regulate your mind if your body is dysregulated. And so exactly to, to come away from that. And I love yeah. how you put those three pieces together mm -hmm. to be able to get to, to help women get to their core. Cause yeah. especially like you mentioned that identity piece is mm -hmm. usually we get our identities completely shaken up by yeah. becoming a mom. And then we get to the point where we're like, who the heck are we? Exactly. Because we've gotten so, so far from, from that core. Exactly. So that's awesome. That, so that, that's some sounds amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Can you, can I, can now we dive a little bit more? Yeah. Like what, what's one or two tools that you can share mm -hmm. with us as a way Absolutely. to kind of get, get mom started back onto that journey to themselves? Yeah, totally. So I would say the simplest tool, which again is accessible to you at any moment is your breath. Right. And so as a yoga teacher, as a therapist, um, and as a coach, like this is the tool that I, that I work with women, um, first on and, and a lot of women don't realize that, um, so we, there's a nerve called the vagus nerve that basically runs through the diaphragm, but also innervates like all of our organs. Um, and it is responsible for helping us to regulate our nervous system. So when we take really slow, deep, like exhale breaths, the, the diaphragm releases, it sends a message to the brain that basically slows that fight or flight, that stress response and activates the rest and digest parasympathetic relaxation response. And so um, what I think many of us don't realize is that when we're walking around in that like stressed out state where we're chest breathing, we're like <sighs> in that very like short, that shortness of breath place, um, which is where we go when we get panicky, when we feel anxious, when we feel afraid. Um, and many of us spend like most of our time here, which is why we don't feel grounded. It's why we don't feel connected to ourselves. It's why we're just like dysregulated. So when we can like place two hands on the belly, this is the simplest tool is just belly breathing, two hands on the belly and just slowing down to take a really deep, like inhalation into the belly, like filling the belly, like as if it was a balloon and then releasing the breath so that it's a slow exhalation breath, right? So it's like a, almost like an audible ah, sigh that you let out. That is a way to hack your vagus nerve. It's a way to actually build what's called vagal tone, stimulate that vagus nerve so that we can train our brain and our body to, to basically learn how to like rebound from that stress response to, to get, go from that stress state into the relaxation state a little more quickly, but it takes some conscious effort in the beginning, just like all new things. Right. Um, and so there's a lot of like, I, I teach a lot of breathing techniques and tools as a starting point. Um, 
a lot of people say to me, like, Sarah, I don't, I'm not good at breathing, or I don't like breathing, or I don't like meditation, or, you know, um, and I totally get that. And I think a lot of people don't like it, because they, their critical inner voice comes in and tells them that they're doing it wrong. But Mm -hmm. like, hello, guess what? It's your body, you know, your body best. And there's no wrong way to take deep, slow exhalation breaths, I would say, you're not going to have as much of a self-regulation kind of result if you're not belly breathing as opposed if you're just chest breathing. Um, so that's one really simple tool, but the other tools that I like add on to that slowly. Um, have you ever practiced restorative yoga, Ani? So I have tried yoga quite a number of times. Okay. I don't know. I just can't get into it. I I couldn't get into it initially either. My first yeah. I tried, like I've tried classes. I've tried yeah. different ones. Um, There is a class that I went to a few times that incorporates uh-huh. yoga and dance. Whereas oh, yoga, cool. it's like fluid and yeah. they play music and that right. I really enjoyed. But as mm-hmm. far as like the classes that I've gone to, like where you hold, I want to try hot yoga. That's yeah. my next thing. So I'm, really trying. Okay. I'm like, I'm just trying these different things because I'm like, I know it yeah. is very beneficial. Like yeah. so many people find it benefit. Mm-hmm beneficial and I'm like I yeah. want to like it but <laughs> I yes. really do and so right now like the past yeah. like few years I've just been like trying different classes like at the Y and different studios yeah. around here um so restorative I'm not sure if I have I don't know if I've I've tried that like if that's been one of the okay. classes because I just go to like different classes and I'm like let me try this instructor yeah. right right you know so, right. That's my story. Yes. I totally get it. No, I totally get it. I think a lot of women and mamas feel the same way. I did not like yoga initially when I first went to a few classes, my first, ex- and, and truthfully, I think for me, it was just about finding the right teacher, but mm, I want to tell what you I that. Heard. I, oh, I heard that. True. Like every, everyone's like, just keep trying to just keep like going to different, different teachers and it's stuff. It's all and, about the and teacher. And I, that's, that's kind of why I did like that dance and mm-hmm. the yoga. Yeah fusion one because yeah. it was just I mean it was just slow music and it was more fluid whereas like yeah. holding the poses I don't have the balance for that even though like oh, I yeah. be a Zumba instructor like I, I can yeah. balance but just in that right. static right mood, I'm like no but anyway yeah I don't I don't <laughs> like the static the Iyengar style that's not my style um so there's so many different types of yoga what I what I teach is what I would call the dessert of yoga it literally is re- restorative yoga which basically means you lay in like these reclined postures so you are not holding you're not tightening you're not uh sweating you are accessing your relaxation response you are in parasympathetic nervous system mode right (laughs) you might like it is I equate it to like laying in a lazy boy chair you build your own lazy boy essentially and you Mm -hmm. rest in these reclined postures that actually lower your cortisol levels that lower your adrenaline that get you out of fight or flight anxiety mode into that relaxation mode and we pair that so and they're so simple like you hold in a in a in one of these classes you only do like four or five poses for the whole class like an hour And 15. Yeah. I mean, it, and so it's really, it's super restful, restorative, relaxing. And these are things you can do right before bed anytime in your own. So like once you kind of get, once you learn it, you can use them anytime. Right. So like, I'll give you a great one. Um, legs up the wall is one of my favorite poses where literally you lay with your I've butt against, that. you've seen it, seen it on like TikToks and stuff. Totally. <laughs> legs are up the wall, but it's, it's basically like a, it's a, it's a restorative inversion. So it allows you to sort of have 
like um, the, your circulation sort of changes a little bit because yeah, we're reversing yeah, gravity. But at the end of that practice, so one is a restorative practice. The other one that I do um, at the end of that is what's called yoga nidra. I don't know if you've heard of that. Mm. Yo if, so if restorative yoga is like the dessert of um, yoga, uh, uh, yoga nidra is like the cherry on top. It's, it's literally um, a guided meditation. They, they call it yogic sleep. And it puts you in this like altered state between being awake and asleep. So you literally like your brain waves shift out of their normal, like whatever it is, beta, beta wave into sort of alpha, like awake and relaxed. And then all kind the way of into like theta. falling asleep on the beach. It's exactly. That's, that's like, that's like that's what exactly I'm what it is. Like and then you, you nailed it. That's exactly what it is. And so you sort of come in and out of that. They actually, they've done, there's so many studies that have been done on it and they say that one hour of yoga nidra is as restorative for your body as four hours of conventional sleep. So huh. I don't expect anyone to do an hour, but like right. I have practices that are like 15, 20 minutes. I even have an eight minute one on my website. Right. And, and the idea is that th the practices incorporate intention setting, gratitude, um, systematic, like rotation of awareness through the body, mm. uh, visualization. So like uses a bunch of different practices that we know as mental health practitioners right. are very effective, right? right? But we're doing it in a way that feels non-threatening, that feels like, oh, it's something we can just surrender into and relax yeah. into and melt into as if we're on the beach. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> it's, it's incredible. Um, and, and again, it's just one of those tools to like have in your back pocket. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. No, both of those, the breathing, oh, back to the breathing one. How yeah. often do you suggest because uh -huh. I know there's been days where you, yeah, like, where we don't even take a, a breath. Like we spend yes. our whole day, like in just like that normal, like, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. that's one of the things that you're saying about like the yes. objections to the breathing exercise. Yeah. Like, I can imagine people being like, well, I do breathe. I breathe all the yeah. time. Right. Like it's yeah. not something mm -hmm. that you have to actually be intentional about. So when you are yes. working with moms, how often, because yeah. I know like we should yep. be making it more intentional, like not just mm -hmm. when we're feeling stressed, we need to practice these techniques when we're calm so yes. that our bodies get used to what that right. feels like, that relaxed right. So how often would you suggest somebody who's starting out, who yeah. wants to start out with like the breathing or the inverted wall posture? Yeah. yeah. Um, so you kind of nailed it that we want it to be proactive, not reactive. We want you to like learn these techniques uh, when you're not in a dysregulated state. So it's right. easier when you are in a dysregulated state. So I would say if you could, I mean, anything is better than nothing. It doesn't, you don't need even like, you don't, it doesn't even have to be five minutes a day. It can be 30 seconds in the morning before you get out of bed. It can be 30 seconds in the middle of the day um, during nap time. It can be 30 seconds before bed. Like it, we're talking small periods of time where you just bring awareness to the breath. And what most people don't realize is literally there's a part of the brain that's called the insula that is responsible for that like awareness of our internal state. And a lot of women and humans don't make time to even bring consciousness to their internal state. Right? right. And what we know is that the more that we do that, whether we're naming our feelings, whether we are slowing down our breathing and just bringing awareness to that, whether whatever the, you know, whether we're grounding through our senses, each of those builds consciousness. And when we build consciousness, we 
activate our upstairs brain, right? That part, that frontal lobe that's responsible for all the good stuff that we want more of judgment, planning, decision-making, long-term thinking, delayed gratification, like all the good stuff. So we, we want to do that. I would say as often as possible, but even if you could just start with 30 seconds a day, right? it makes a difference. I mean, and that's the reality with meditation too, is that you don't have to meditate for 30 minutes a day. You can do 30 seconds a day and actually build a tolerance for that awareness that you're holding. Yeah. 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 And and still get the benefits from it and still get the benefits. Totally. Yep. Um, that seemed like a good time because right before yeah. we record, you had yeah. shared with me about your book club. So that yes. seems like something that could be incorporated. The, the yes. habit stacking. Why don't you, why don't you share with, with us about okay. your atomic yeah. habits, what you're reading? Yeah. So, <laughs> Although, so I, by the time this is published, I know it'll pass that book club or that okay. book selection, but there'll be another one, but go ahead. There'll be another one. Yeah. <laughs> so we are doing, so we have a mental health book club that meets quarterly um, over zoom this year. And, uh, we, we are on and reading atomic habits right now. Um, actually we're meeting this weekend to, uh, discuss it over zoom. Although we have a little chat going, a group chat where we've been talking about the book for the, the last little bit. Um, but absolutely like one of the things that James clear, the author talks about is that idea of habit stacking, um, which basically is this concept of like building into our, what we already have as a routine, adding in these small little habit changes. And one of my favorite things that he teaches is this idea of the two minute rule. So rather than feel like, oh my gosh, like whatever the habit is you want to get started with feeling like that's so overwhelming, I don't know where to start. And then we just avoid it, which is actually all or nothing thinking. (laughs) The idea is we want to break it down into like this tiny bite-sized chunk, right? So like for me, if I want to get up and exercise in the morning, I lay my clothes out the night before. That's my two minute habit that I start. And when my clothes are there in the morning, I'm way more likely to put them on, right? Or as part of my routine, my habit stack is after I get up, I use the bathroom, I brush my teeth, I immediately put my workout clothes on and roll my yoga mat out and like, boom, I'm going to do it because here I am, right? So it's it's a way to build that, like flex that muscle, but in a like small not intimidating kind of way, way, a very achievable way. So the other thing I'll just say is for for the next quarter, what we have coming up is the book burnout. Um, And that is absolutely like, I'm really excited about that book. Um, In fact, yeah, I don't know if I want to jump ahead to talk about that (laughs) now. I can hold that. I'll I'll say more about that in a little bit. Okay, so is there any other advice or anything that mm-hmm. else that you want to share with us that you think would be helpful? Yeah. I mean, so I, I teach a lot of different tools, right? I, I, some of the moms that I work with um, don't have babies. They have teenagers and they're like, what do I do with this teenager? Who's not listening to me and who's right. And so some of what I teach, I mean, first is we have to learn how to regulate ourselves. (laughs) That's the first piece, right? Before we can expect that our child is going to be regulated. Um, And so us learning those self-regulation tools is so critical to our children being able to like follow off of that modeling. Um, And I would just say a couple things that, you know, I see a lot Um, because we're busy mamas. We don't always we, we forget to like stop and slow down and like look our child in the eye and put our devices down and really listen to what they're saying. Like we get 
frustrated with their behaviors. Mm -hmm. So a suggestion is to put the devices down, look your child in the eye, hear what they're telling you to actively listen and empathize with them. And that's kind of the missing piece. That's one of the things I I also teach is, is empathy, how to actually really put ourselves in someone else's shoes, listen to the why behind your child's behavior. Why are they acting out? Why are they doing what they're doing? And what's the feeling behind that? What are they feeling in that moment? And so many parents miss that piece just because we don't think about it. Right. Right. So we're busy. We're busy. busy, And it's hard to like stop and really pay yes. attention and, and step into that other person's shoes to see where they're coming. Exactly. I'm thinking exactly. of an example just yesterday and I struggled. Yeah. I, I just oh my like, gosh. We all struggle. Me too. Being into, like yeah. being aware of it and realizing like, yay, this is, yeah. this is not always going to be like this. And yep. it's, it's yep. hard at times, but it's definitely worth it. Totally. And so that's yeah. really what I think, I mean, that would just be the last little thing is, you know, um, Another great book I would recommend to a lot of parents of teenagers. I don't know if you've read this one, but The Explosive Child by Dr. Ross Green. It is an amazing book about collaborative problem solving. And it walks parents through this process of like basically um, active listening, empathy, learning how to learning how to like hear what our child, their perspective on a problem giving us an opportunity to share our perspective and then coming together and inviting them into that problem solving, like process. So they get to actually be, they get their voice heard. And and that, that I would say, if there's one takeaway for parents, it's that we all just want to be seen, heard and valued. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if we can learn to do that to our children, for our children, Mm -hmm. that's huge. But sometimes we have to do that for ourselves first. Right. Right. And that's, that's the piece that I think a lot of us miss. Yeah. Yeah. Today's episode is sponsored by the Supermom Detox, an incredible coaching program designed to help moms take off their supermom cape and feel comfortable in their own skin. Have you felt like you've lost yourself since becoming a mom because you got caught up in the idea that you have to take care of everyone and everything else and sacrifice who you are to be the kind of mom you want to be? The Supermom Detox will guide you in rediscovering who you are and getting yourself off the back burner and onto solid ground. This amazing program will teach you how to let go of perfectionism, people-pleasing, unrealistic expectations, unhealthy boundaries, and negative thought patterns that are keeping you stuck. Motherhood can be so much more enjoyable when you learn to take care of yourself the way you deserve. Stop feeling guilty or bad about making time for yourself. You are so worthy of taking up space. Find out more about the Supermoms Detox by clicking the link in today's show notes and signing up for a call with me. If nothing else, you'll get clear on what's keeping you on the back burner. And I want to hear what you do for fun. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Speaking of self-regulation for for myself, um, so... I well actually as part of this whole atomic habits thing, I'm right now doing like this 21 day workout. So I would say a self-care practice that, that I, I use and I, I try to use as often as possible. And right now I'm on like a really good streak <laughs> is <laughs> it's just, it's just moving my body is, is exercising. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and sometimes that looks like dance parties with my family after dinner. Sometimes mm-hmm. that's a morning workout right now. It's a morning workout. Sometimes it's a walk on the beach. You know, it can look like a lot of different things, but movement, like daily movement, I would say is, is a huge self-care piece that I do for fun. Um, 
but really anything that involves the ocean for me is fun. So like, you know, this past weekend we went boogie boarding with my, my four-year-old and that was super fun. Do you surf? Do you surf? Um, I have surfed. I would not call myself a surfer. Okay. <laughs> well, we had just gone to Hawaii and yeah, I had yeah. taken surf lessons back in California yeah. back in like 2012 or 13 or whatever. And I was always like my dream to like learn yeah. how to surf. I'd, I, we'd yeah. go down to Jersey Shore growing up and I'd always oh, be watching God. the surfers. I had yeah. a surfboard at one point. I dream of like owning a Jeep with my surfboard out the back. Okay. Like, I love just- that. <laughs> I have these visions I and love my that. husband's just like here I am living in Montana like totally yeah. landlocked <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to talk me into getting a jeep yeah. but I'm like this is not oh how gosh. I pictured my jeep like I yeah. didn't picture it in the mountains I pictured it on the on the coast but of anyway course. when we were in when we were in Hawaii in February we yeah um, I took surf lessons again and yeah. um my hut so here I am like 10 years older than I was when I did it before and mm. I had gained some weight my my teenagers twins yeah. year olds, they jumped up like they were up I got up one time in the whole like hour and a half or two hour lesson I'm like with the surf yeah. instructor like does, does your back hurt because he was kind of older <laughs> And my it's neck, a lot of neck and back, right? My yeah. neck from like laying on yeah. the board on my belly and, and like paddling. looking up like this yeah. the whole two hours. And like, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. It's a huge, it's such a workout. This might be a dream I might have to abandon. <laughs> <laughs> it gets easier the more you do it because you build that muscle, but it's super, yeah. oh yeah, it's, it, it's exhausting initially. Yeah. Except yeah. for when you catch that wave, right? It's like so fun to catch that wave. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. But anyways, so I love that. But um, you recommended to us a few books, but do you yeah. have a book that has impacted you or that you would like to share aside from yeah. the other two? Yeah. Well, actually the book that I would really like, if I, if there was one book that I could pick to share with moms, it would be, it would be the book Burnout by Emily Nagoski. And I just would say two things about the book. One, um, the book is really about understanding like your stress cycle, but also your like emotional process and how, and actually speaking of waves, like one of the things she says in the book that I just love is that emotions are tunnels. They have a beginning, a middle and an end. And what I've always taught my clients is that emotions are like a wave, right? It's like, we have to learn how to like ride the wave of the emotion before it subsides. And I think so many people avoid dealing with our emotions because they think it's too painful or too like uncomfortable. So we never learn how to like complete our stress response cycle. And what she teaches is this idea of you got to move through the tunnel. Otherwise you get stuck. And if you repeatedly get stuck in the emotion, that's what leads to burnout. Um, And so it's a really powerful book and very, very empowering. It's actually all about sort of how we as women uh, manage stress in very different ways than men, um, for a lot of reasons, but I, so I highly recommend that book. I mean, yeah, okay. I know I mentioned it earlier, but yeah, game changer. yeah it's that, it's that good. And I'm it's really curious with yeah. your embodied paradise method. Cause you yeah. used the, you used the metaphor of the coconut yeah. and now you're using the waves. Do a lot yeah. of your things, like a lot of the metaphors that you use within your system have to do mm-hmm. with, <laughs> they do. Like, I love that, that you just yeah. use the wave for that. Yeah, but it works, right? Like it really yeah. does. Like l- learning how to ride the waves of emotions that we mm-hmm. experience. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I do. I, I totally, yeah, I don't even do it consciously. Great. But that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have like this whole theme. I love it. Yeah. 
That's what so, embodying paradise is all about. <laughs> yeah. So Sarah, where can listeners find you? Yeah, totally. So um, I have two websites. I have a therapy website, but my therapy practice is full. So I have a coaching website, (laughs) which I think um, will be in the description, aboundingcircle.com. And um, I I actually have a whole host of various things um, there. You can find me there. You can purchase. I actually have radical self-love affirmation cards that I love and and are really wonderful for moms and daughters. Um, And as well as a whole bunch of other resources. And I would say free like yoga nidra practices, meditations, um, restorative yoga poses you can check out under my resources tab on that website. You can also join my Facebook group, Women's Wellness Circle, um, which I think there will be a link for that. And um, and on my website too is a link to join the Mental Health Book Club, which for quarter two, we're going to be reading burnout. So awesome. all right, yeah. well, thank you so much. Yeah. It was such a pleasure getting to know you. Thanks for being our guest. Yes, thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Caves podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.